0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWoskin. Matt, how's it going? Doing well, Dylan. Yeah? How'd your weekend go? Uh,
1: it went pretty well, actually. Are we, are we talking
0: professional? Are we talking like like fantasy
1: baseball-wise or are we talking per-
0: personally? How'd your uh, had your fantasy baseball teams go? You were telling me I... you did some some weird things.
1: Yeah, I, I tried a really weird stack on Saturday in, in DFS. I went with I went with Cole, uh, Garrett Cole and Chris Archer as like by far the two most expensive pitching options, and I built I I, I built like a really mediocre offense, mm-hmm. and it wound up making I wound up in profit. Yeah, didn't you tell me you had Logan Morrison? Yes, I did. I did in fact start Logan Morrison. I I needed I needed an outfielder who was who was under I think it was thirty two hundred and. I wanted somebody with a platoon advantage, and I wanted somebody, you know, and I wanted a pitcher who struggled against that platoon advantage, and yeah. uh, Logan Logan Morrison checked all the boxes. Nice, and that went well for you, apparently. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. I, I really, I couldn't believe he hit the
0: first home run, and I really couldn't believe he hit the second home run. So nice. Well, that's uh, that's a fun strategy. You might have to play with a little bit when there's two guys, two real expensive aces with good matchups. Mm. hopefully you didn't have felix hernandez though a start that i thought looks you know red hot a plus worth paying for you would think yeah but no <laughs> i was saying on twitter that's uh one of the nice things about dfs though is that something can go so badly and blow up and all you lose is that day you know doesn't ruin your ratio doesn't even blow it doesn't even blow like your week. it's just next day you get to start fresh you know so it's kind uh, of the, nice. the upside no. there to be fair, I tried the same thing on Sunday, and it didn't go quite as well. Even though the, the pitchers produced a bit, a bit a bit more points, the offense struggled. So. Yeah, it's hard when you go cheap like that. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to look at DFS options for Monday, the the 15th. Uh, and as usual, we're starting at catcher. Matt, who sticks out to you behind the plate? At catcher, there were really two names that I wrote down. First, mm-hmm.
1: uh, now and forever, Brian McCann. He yes. He goes to Miami against Tom Kohler. McCann does really well against right-handed pitchers, and Kohler really struggles against lefties. Yep. So, guess what? I, I want. I want. I'm willing to pay full price for Brian McCann, assuming he's in the starting lineup. Yeah. it's uh, a, the other
0: option. It's a good sorry. pitching matchup. I'm not sure it's a great environment. Um, it's Miami instead of Yankee Stadium, and Kohler likes to pitch at home. That's it. I had that done too, and I think it's my favorite also. So it's not perfect, but I think it's my favorite. Yeah.
1: The other one I had is, is – is, is, I don't like as much because I just don't like it as much. Yeah. Is, is Salvador Perez. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City gets uh, – goes to Milwaukee and he gets Kyle Loesch. Mm-hmm. That is a good environment for hitting home runs, but uh, Perez, he, he tends to hit lefties a bit better than righties, although he is still very confident in turn-handed pitching. Yeah, not and the platoon Kyle advantage. Loesch, uh, I, Kyle Loesch, you know so – He's bad. You know, he, he's – you know, he's just not very scary. You know, he's about as scary. I'm trying to think of a of, of a good comp for how scary Kyle Loesch is, and I'm, I'm struggling.
0: It's not much. It's not much. No. Yeah, I like that. Um. Yeah, not the platoon advantage. I'm not sure that matters. Travis Darnot gets Mark Burley. Do you like that at all? No, I don't think much of Travis Darnot, so. No. I think he's okay. I think he's competent. I think he's a borderline mixed league catcher. He's not, think- but he's... He's, he's like, I don't know, between 10-15, but not top 10, off the top of my head. Um, but Mark Burley's been so bad, and he's left-handed. I mean, it's in New York, but I don't know. He he could be okay. And then I have Steven Vogt uh, against Tyson Ross. That's in San Diego, though, so it's not a great environment either. Yeah, I, I glanced at that, too. It's not a great No, it, It's okay. He He's cooled off a lot, and I'd rather he were not in San Diego. But his home park's not a ton mm-hmm. better. But, yeah. Any other catchers for you? No, that's it. Those are the two big ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have
1: a cheap option. I wish I did.
0: Yeah. Okay. How about a uh, first base slugger is at first base?
1: Actually, I've I've got Matt's uh, low cost option of, of, of the day. Yes. At Who first base, if this... you want if you want to go low, co- actually, this is this is a better one than the Justin Bohr or Ben Paulson. Okay. Sadly,
0: Mitch Moreland. Okay. Yeah, Mitch Moreland's always been pretty okay. Not do great. you know his OPS against, right-handed, against a right-handed pitcher is this, this so far this year? This year, no. I don't know. Let me say it's, it like that. 900? Uh, 998. That's pretty darn good. Yeah. In in over 100
1: plate appearances. um, And he gets Carlos Frias, who, believe it or not, he does not do very well against
0: left-handed batters. Yeah. That's, you know, Marlon's pretty good. He can't hit lefties. But good news is Carlos Frias is right-handed. so It doesn't matter. Yeah, I like that. As a, a cheap option who can't still have who, some much. your...
1: Under- as was f first baseman.
0: I started with Freddie Freeman at Rick Porcello. We fine. Joey Votto gets Anibal Sanchez, which is uh, you might pay for it, but for good reason. Could do pretty well. Prince Fielder yeah. gets Carlos Frias Agreed. also, uh if you want to go him instead of Moreland, but it's a it's a good matchup. Adrian Gonzalez on the other side gets Giovanni Gallardo that's in Texas, which is which is fun. Eric Cosmer gets Carlos if you like Salvador Perez there, you gotta like Eric Cosmer there. Albert Pujols gets Robbie Ray, and when Albert Pujols gets a lefty, I kind of like him. He's usually underpriced, so uh, yeah, I like Albert Pujols and the the Angels stack against Robbie Ray. It's in Anaheim, but that's okay. So some usual suspects there, but uh, some good matchups for most of them. Any other first baseman for
1: you? I think you. Got, I was. I was. Votto is is the full price option that I'd be willing to pay for, and Morland mm-hmm. is my yeah. cheap option that I. I think I'm probably going to be rolling with.
0: Yep. I like I like uh pooh holes there in the middle but all three of them are fine. Okay, second base was a little thin for me and I have some unconventional names. Ooh, um, we can start with Colton Wong at, versus Trevor May cuz Trevor May's fine but not great and Colton Wong can do well. Howie Kendrick goes to Gallardo, not the platoon advantage, that's okay. Howie mm-hmm. Kendrick is good. Uh it's Texas. And then here's my unconventional one. Are you a Dilson Herrera guy? I was
1: hoping his name would come up. I am, I, I have not. I've yet to make a, a decision on, on yeah. Dilson Herrera. I need to see a bit more of him before I, I'm willing to mm-hmm. invest. But I'm intrigued. I'll say that much.
0: I like the right-handed Mets bats against Mark Burley. I just think Mark Burley is becoming a weak left-hander, which uh, means you can find cheap guys. Okay. Like, yeah, Dilson Herrera. So it would be a cheap option, and if you aren't in love with any other ones, uh, it could do well. Any other second baseman you like more? I. I think it's kind of obligatory
1: that we mention Logan Forsyth. Yes, always. He, he gets he, I I'm so, I, I know that you know I, I'm sorry you know Logan Forsythe is having a good season. Yeah, he's you like know, he's like borderline like a borderline middle infielder in like a in like a real fantasy league.
0: Yeah, an alarm should go off every time he hits against a lefty. You just go oh, yeah. It's the day where you want him.
1: Yep. So um, I, I I think he, he he gets Gio Gonzalez, and while I do like the matchup for Gio Gonzalez in, in Tampa, I mm-hmm. think. If that's something that you you, should, you need to be aware of. It is that yep. Logan Forsyth could have a decent day. There are decent race, um, righties for sure. Another guy I've, I've kind of my, 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 another crappy second baseman. I've kind of I've kind of become interested in. Oh, I, I, I've, I've developed a. I, I don't want to say like crush or anything like that. What, what's like less than a crush? Uh, an interest. You're okay, I've developed by... an, eh, That that sounds a little creepy too. You're but paying not, attention uh, to them. My guy, Joe Panic. Yes. It's Taiwan Walker.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Joe Panic's showing some power, which makes him a little more interesting. Yeah. And And Taiwan Walker is known to implode, so. Yes, he is. Cool. Yeah, I like that. I'm not a problem uh, with that at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. Joe Joe Panic, he's, he's a lefty. Taiwan Walker... Struggles a bit. actually. He's given up given up more against righties than he has against lefties. He's done worse against righties than he has against lefties. But even still, I like yeah. the platoon advantage for, for, for Joe Panic. Yes. Okay. How about third base? Where do you start there, Dylan? My list starts with Todd Frazier. Okay. Um, I again, I'm kind of all in on him, I, yeah. I, and I really like the uh, the Anibal Sanchez matchup, even though it's in Detroit. Yeah, not the platoon advantage, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. He's fantastic. Um, Matt Carpenter. Yes, it's Trevor May. Yes, intrigued. Yep. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to I'm trying to look for a cheap option. You know, I don't know whether I buy into him or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, you know, Escobar's having a great season so far this year. He is, but it just I feels can't like it. Babbitt. Yeah, fan. and I, I I know I've, I've had I've I, I've had him you know in, in fantasy leagues previously, and he's just he's so me- frustratingly mediocre. It's all empty. Yeah, but. He does get the eraser. Yes. Yeah. So that I could be okay.
0: Yeah. Um. I like you, you, if you want to can go, go cheap. You
1: could kind of talk me into. It. Yeah. yeah. You could talk me into you know Escobar is a cheap option against Erasmus. Or you could talk
0: me into just anybody against Erasmus. Yeah. Even Logan Forsythe. I have two cheap options. The one Philly I like to stream, Michael Franco, gets Wan Chen. Oh, gosh. It's right-handed, but Wayne Chen's been pretty hell right this year. To be honest, ZRA like low threes. Mm. Like I don't know. Uh, that's the one Philly I'm interested in. But uh, even better, David Freeze gets Robbie Ray, and I haven't talked about David Freeze in a while. He was more popular earlier in the season, but anytime he gets a lefty, that's that's what he does. So he'll be cheap, and is pretty confident against left-handers. And Robbie Ray is not great. So David Freeze is my cheap third baseman. I think I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention Manny Machado. Yeah, Manny Machado. It's Aaron Harang. I Aaron Harang scares me in weird ways. I don't think he should be able to put up zeros, but he does. Mm. That's enough to just sink you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not huge on Manny Machado, but he's pretty all right. Okay. Um, Evan Longoria gets Gio Gonzalez, and you want Evan Longoria against the lefty. He'll do well. Justin Turner, if he's in the lineup. Um, Dodgers are saying he is their main third baseman, but he can't play every single day. They're worried about his knees. So if he gets in the lineup, Giovanni Gallardo is Wait a totally... Second. Yeah. You, you want, If the
1: Dodgers are worried about his knees, why shouldn't our, our listeners worry about his knees?
0: Because it's, it's, they're worried about his knees playing six or seven times a week. Not like day-to-day, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. That might turn you off a bit more. I think that's why DFS is great. You only need one game out of him to make sure he's in the lineup. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I wouldn't run out and grab him in your standard leagues, but on a game-by-game basis, he's been pretty okay. He likes to hit righties. despite hmm. being right-handed himself. He could take on Gallardo. I don't I love like it. I just... Uh, I like a Dodger stack there. And then Mike Mustakas gets Kyle Loge. And I'm certainly fine with that too. Mm. Picking on Kyle Loge in Milwaukee. So other than that I had Carpenter, you mentioned him. There's a lot of options at third base. Okay. How about shortstop? There's not a lot of options at shortstop. Really I I kinda I like Brad Miller a lot against Tim Hudson. I wrote that down. Yeah, that was one of mine where he could do just fine. Tim Hudson's been bad. Mm-hmm. Not to mention another older pitcher who has been okay past his age and has fallen apart. Picking on him again, Wilmer Flores against Mark Burley. Do you like Wilmer Flores? Right-handed against Burley?
1: That's a yeah. pop. Sneaky I'm, pop. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued by Wilmer Flores. I don't know if I'd start him. I think I, I like Miller a bit more. Uh-huh. I hate to say I also like Anderson Simmons versus Porky a bit better. I, that's not bad. Not a platoon advantage, but... You know, believe it or not, uh, Anderson Simmons, he has more walks... Then strikeouts, when facing right-handed pitching. He has 16 walks at 12 strikeouts against righties this year. I didn't know that, but that is uh, noteworthy. Yeah.
0: That seems, you know, for, for a guy like Anderson, that seems surprising. Yep, he's he's still fairly young, and he gets to go to Boston, so mm. I don't mind that at all. I had uh, your boy, Alexei Ramirez, gets Francisco Liriano. How do you feel about the White Sox going to Pittsburgh and getting Liriano on Monday? Okay. Let me tell you this. Francisco Luriano will be in every single DFS lineup I fill out on Monday. Oh, boy. Um, well, that's, that's how I feel about it. The right-handed Alexei could do okay, but I'm not sure his team will. I like Brad Miller a bit more. And oh, then the Tigers get John Moskut, and he's right-handed, and they're all right-handed. Pick one. Pick any of them. They could all do fine. I don't know which one. But uh, Jose Iglesias will be a cheap shortstop option. That might be a part of a big stack that could mm-hmm. do well. I don't mind him at the bottom of the lineup. Hopefully, scoring some runs. I'd be a bit more interested in the Detroit outfield than I would again in their infield. You know? Against- yeah. I mean, I don't love Jose Iglesias. I'm just if you're looking for a shortstop option, mm. he's going to be a, he's going to have a pulse and start and hopefully cross the plate as a result. Turn so, off. Yep. For more power and more speed potential, I like someone like Brad Miller, but then outfield. Yeah, you can take Tigers outfielders. Again, they're yeah. right-handed, but it doesn't matter. The, no. They match righties. Yeah, they should be fine. Um, I start with Starling Marte against Carlos Rodon. And I think Carlos Rodon is fine. He's still straightening things out, and he could be good, and he could certainly make Marte go over four. But mm-hmm. Starling Marte just murders lefties. He's so good against Southpaws. So uh, I think he's good enough to, to beat up Carlos Rodon. He's my favorite pirate in that matchup. More Mets righties, Michael Kadire who's eternally uninteresting, gets uh, Burley. I think he could do fine. Uh, more Rays righties, Steven Souza gets Gio Gonzalez. And your boy, Brandon Geyer, gets Gio Gonzalez. I like both of them, especially Souza. I love Souza against a lefty. I will take him most days. Yeah. Um, if you were looking for money to spend and you went cheap everywhere, Bryce Harper gets Erasmo. It's in Tampa Bay, but that's uh, okay. Y- you know what happened to Bryce, right? Yeah, he didn't play on Sunday, but he might be back on Monday. You, uh-huh. you you'd have to make sure he's in. He he took the day off on Sunday. Agreed. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't. If you're not going to be able to check your lineup, don't pay for him blindly. No. But they, it's a precaution that he was out today. He might be just fine. Jacques Peterson and Andre Ethier get Giovanni Gallardo. I'm fine with any of them. They're going to Texas. Going to Texas means a designated hitter, which means Alex Guerrero could get in the lineup too, Ooh. and he's gonna fit somewhere. He's right-handed. You wish he had a lefty, but it's Giovanni Gallardo. I don't care. Uh mm. Alex Guerrero could be a cheap option that should hopefully play. Mike Trout gets Robbie Ray. It's a lefty. It's Mike Trout. I mean, I wish it were in the desert, but it doesn't matter. I really like, and I know you will like, Billy Burns at Tyson Ross. The yes. only downside of this is that it is in San Diego. But you're not counting on Billy Burns to hit one out anyway. No, no, it's then yeah. for for a hitter like Burns, for his his type of hitter it doesn't matter. No, yeah. no, no. Um no. Tyson Ross, I say this every time, my pick against him, can't hold runners. If if Billy Burns gets on, he's gonna steal second, if not third. So he's gonna run against Tyson Ross. So <laughs> that's a guy that uh, could be a cheap option and put up some points via stolen base. And then uh, finally, Giants guys, Pagan and Aoki against Taiwan Walker, because why not? So, yep. There's a bunch of outfielders from me. You have any sneaky ones that I missed?
1: Yeah, the Arizona outfield also.
0: Okay. Yeah, you the, like uh, them? It's Peralta, Peralta
1: and Pollock in particular, in that order. Yep. Um, um, yeah. They get the Jared Weaver, and they match righties. Uh, yeah. Peralta in particular. He's got an 8.54 OPS against right handed pitching.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, that comes with a lot of doubles. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, I
0: remember okay. last uh, year after our field of streams contest, I liked my numbers that I put up okay and I tried to identify what starting pitcher they kind of lined up with to say like, oh, this is what I picked and last year it was pretty much Jared Weaver. My picks were as good as Jared Weaver last year, and I was like, that's not so bad. Jared Weaver's not who he used to be, but he's still useful this year this year, I'm pretty much picking like Jared Weaver also, but in a much worse way uh Jared Weaver is. He's cooked, at least this year. He could turn it around maybe, but, boy, things look bad mm. for him. It's, you know, declining velocity can only decline so far before you're just throwing meatball after meatball. So, yeah, I like those Arizona guys against him.
1: Okay, I got – there's one more kind of intriguing matchup, and not for the reason you'd think. Okay. Uh, Justin Upton versus Jesse Hahn. Okay. And here's the thing. Uh, Justin Upton, he's he's 12 for 12 and stealing bases against right-handed pitchers this year. Okay. I believe Han is two. Uh, is, has allowed two stolen bases for six attempts. Six hmm. attempts against. Hmm. So would you? You know, I I kind of like Upton just for his power. But do you think that would, would the speed factor at all for you? Or do you think that's like icing on did, the cake? Sure, sure. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I wish <sighs> Jesse Han is like I don't know. He's not missing enough bats. I kind of want to say he's good enough that I would avoid him, but he's been a bit disappointing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good note. Upton's not really a burner, but he's a smart runner. So yeah, he seems to be. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, any other outfielders for you? I'm
1: just trying to think if there are any outside the box options, and there really aren't. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you, you, you you
1: you covered almost the entire league, and your little well, one guy I do want to make sure that the guys are that the DFS players are aware of is Kelly Johnson. Okay. Um, he's having quite he's having an inter- interesting season so far this year. He's done really well against righties, not not so hot against lefties. Mm-hmm. He's, in fact, left-handed. Yes. So it checks the box. But I kind of like the uh, the matchup of Rick Porcello against Kelly Johnson. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. it's in Fenway, which certainly doesn't hurt either. Yeah. I, so, I, I don't I, I I've always kind of been a Kelly Johnson guy.
0: You know, yeah. Even now that he's in his age 33 season, which... Sounds super bizarre to me, but. I always liked him too. He always had sneaky pop and was finding his way in the playing time. And
1: as long as he's healthy, he's he's useful and he seems to be healthy this year and he seems yep. to be
0: productive this year. Yeah, I liked him especially when it was a middle infielder too. Outfield still interesting. Well, though.
1: He qual- I think he qual- he's, he's like Brock Colton. and he qualifies like all over the diamond in DFS. Yep. So if you so, know, if you, that's need, helpful. if you need a third baseman or a second baseman, I think you can slot him in there. Yep. But he,
0: he he is listed as an outfielder in 2015, which is. Yep. Okay, and then pitchers. We start with Francisco Liriano against the White yeah. Sox. They have so many right-handed bats, and like you yes. would think that no, but no, just not. Also, just like like Eric Burns said, they've been so disappointing.
1: Just I I can't I I
0: honestly I can't I can barely stomach watch the White Sox anymore. Does it hurt more because there were some expectations this year? Absolutely. Yeah, they like people liked them. Like they had all this stuff going on, and and. Uh, We've got a manager who I'm, I'm
1: pretty certain is checked out. Yeah, you're checked out on him at least. Oh, I, you know, if if you're, you know, four years into into a job and you don't know if the guy's good or not, that means yeah. he sucks.
0: Yep, he hasn't really impressed. And
1: you know, there's just there's there's, no, there's nothing there. You know, I, I I I can't think of of one move I've seen Robin Ventura make that I would consider like a smart move.
0: Yep. So Francisco Liriano is a guy who. Is known for being volatile, but I can just see one of those, like, six, seven, eight innings, like, 12 strikeout starts. Yep. When he's on, he's on, and he just mows everyone down. And, yeah. It's, it's the kind of stuff I like in BFS. Be because if he has an off start and he blows up, and gives up eight runs, which you can also do sometimes, so it blew up your day. So what? But could win you a league if he's on. So I like Francisco Lariano. Um this other guy that I've asked you about before and you weren't interested, and I want to know if you've come back around on him a bit. Chad Bettis of the Rockies rotation has not only good numbers in the majors, but his minors numbers weren't bad. Like a 3-ish ERA and a 1-1-ish whip off the top of my head and about a strikeout an inning. And, you know, you don't want to stat scout, but there's some pedigree there. And he's pitched well so far for Colorado. No? Can't convince you?
1: I don't even know what to do with with a guy like that, honestly.
0: Can't. I mean, so he is in Houston against the Astros, which is a... If Francisco Liriano is a volatile pitcher, the Astros are a volatile matchup. Yep. He can be good, though, and the Astros are capable of whiffing and falling on their face. So if you want to go cheap, I have a feeling about Chad Bettis. I think he's under-owned. I don't think he's definitely going to be good, but I think he's definitely worth more flyers than are being taken on him. So... I'm interested in Chad Bettis. Okay. Um, I'm also interested in Carlos Rodon against Pittsburgh. I don't know that he's going to get any runs for (laughs) it. But, uh, yeah, you think he could do okay against Pittsburgh, right? Uh, How many runs has Pittsburgh scored in the last two days and how many innings? Uh, I
1: somehow don't know that off the top of my head. I I might be wrong, but I believe it's two in over over 20 innings. So you're buying they're being called? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Actually, I I really like that matchup for uh for Rodon. Yeah, no, no. It's actually no. They scored four runs this, on Saturday, and they scored I think
0: one run today. So they've got five five runs in twenty innings. Yeah, it's a it's a cold weekend for them. Rodon can do just fine, and also racks up the strikeouts, which is important to me in DFS. I know you're not big on him in regular fantasy, but Masahiro Tanaka gets the Marlins, and even if I don't believe he's fully healthy, and I I certainly don't. Like I'm not trading for him anywhere. But okay. you only need him to be healthy tomorrow, and he's good when he pitches. you like him in Miami at all? I, yeah, I guess. You're going to pay for it, though. He has such, like, Yankees hype and name hype that it's hard to, I don't know, I'm not sure he's worth it, but I think he could hey, do well. You're going to th- pay through the nose for him. I'm not, yeah. not sure I'm a fan of that. If you like him, I, I'm fine with it. At Miami is not a bad place for a righty. How about mm. Trevor Bauer against the uh, the Cubs, the and Cubs? I kind of like the other side of that a bit better. I like both sides of it. That's actually the worst part of our is that he has to go against Arietta, against mm-hmm. Cleveland. I think they're both going to do well. That makes it hard to bet on a win. But mm-hmm. I could I could see both sides of it, so I'm interested in both. And then, um, do you like Jesse Hahn in San Diego? Not really. Outside no, of – it's, it's his old stomping grounds. That's where he pitched well before, if you buy into that. But mm-hmm. he has to get out uh, Justin Upton. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, I like – Liriano. I, I like both sides of White Sox-Pittsburgh. I like both sides of uh, Cleveland and the Cubs. And then T- Tanaka, if you can swing it. And Chad Bettis, if you're feeling lucky. Um, yes. Any pitchers you like beyond that? Yes. Okay, who you got?
1: Uh, I like, there's a lot of pitching options that I really like. I, I kind of like Wei-Yin Chen at home against Philadelphia. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't scare You know, Philly's just again, are kind of a middle-of-the-road offense. It doesn't matter. Uh, the names I, I do kind of like Gio Gonzalez going in, going into Tampa. They have all those righties. I'm scared of though. Yeah, but they they have a team 670 OPS versus left handed pitching.
0: Okay, all right. I yeah, I, Gio's good enough to do fine. I don't. I'm.
1: They're not very good against lefties. Yeah.
0: Uh, I kind of like
1: John Lackey against Minnesota. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's that's no real. Yeah, that's kind of you know Minnesota's bad. John Lackey's competent. Yes, you know, that's he, basically problem, it. You know, I think worst case scenario, you get a competent startup John Lackey. Yeah, he's capable of getting things done. Yeah, that's and and that's about it. For, you know, that's about it for me. If I'm if I'm building a stack, I, I love you know I love Liriano mm-hmm. and
0: I I really I have to sit and think about my second option. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely options, and there's definitely strikeout options. Which yeah. But I, I
1: would, I, I, do, I like, I like Rodon too. I, 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 love both. I, I love both sides of that pitching matchup. But you can, you know, you, you re- should really only pick one because you're limiting the number of points you can get.
0: I like Rodon to pick up the strikeouts, but not the win. I could see him I like I to pick up the strikeouts yeah. and the win exactly. So I could see Rodon go in. That's right. Yeah, I, I, I can see a path to I
1: getting the win. I don't necessarily think Chicago won't score enough runs to get rodon the
0: win i see rodon going six innings if you're lucky seven to nine strikeouts and allowing two three runs and then being in trouble yeah okay well those are our dfs picks for monday now we're going to look at our field of streams contest where matt and i pick starting pitchers for monday and tuesday and wednesday who are less than 50 percent owned in yahoo league so the idea is They'll be cheaper in DFS, or you can maybe pick them up in your Roto League, or you can stream them, as the name would suggest.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: so, yeah, all these guys are under 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues as we pick them, which is why they are not the best options for the day. But uh, they are the most available. And I start with Wayne Chen gets the Phillies, as we just talked about. He's 49% owned, right on the bubble, right on the line. Um, I like that. Tom Kohler gets the Yankees. as at home, yeah. Um, I mentioned Chad Bettis in Houston, who I'm not going to pick, but I'm going to keep my eye on. I, I think, like, one more good start from him, and I'm going to start adding him on my teams. And uh, Jesse Hahn goes back to San Diego, who I don't love, but I also have my eye on, because he pitched well there when he was a Padre, and he's right-handed, and that helps him handle the Padres. But, um yeah, I'm going to go with Wei Chen against the Phillies and hope that he can handle okay. Michael Franco. I'm picking basically. Carlos Rodon. You're taking Rodon? Yeah, what's he? What's he owned? I didn't even look. Forty eight percent last time I checked. I believe so you. Five, yeah, four, that's forty eight percent. That should be higher, given his strikeout potential. It
1: really? Yeah, it really should. You know, I I, I, don't, I don't know what
0: you know what the other two fifty two percent of leagues are doing. Yeah, um, I like that for him too. I don't know if I see him winning. It's a little bit tougher of a, uh, well, yeah, a little bit tougher of a matchup. But I like that too. So consider Wayne Chen and Carlos Rodon. We talked about those guys and uh, running in the DFS. How about Tuesday? Where do you go? Tuesday
1: is a little tougher, but I did see some names. Yeah, uh, the, the first name that I saw was Vincent Velasquez at home against Colorado. Mm-hmm. The problem is Colorado's second best offense in the league against right-handed pitching, but I'm assuming most of that is in Coors. Yeah. So Still the, not fact pushovers, that, though. the fact that it's on the road is a little is yeah the fact that it's on the road is a little more intriguing to me.
0: Yeah. Um, other names are like um, Jose Quintana. Is he, is he dipped under fifty percent yet? I don't know, but would you even want him, considering how bad he's been? Like, those guys that have been well over yeah, 50, I, I feel like, for them to even get down that, that low, they get so bad that I don't want him. Fair enough. He's 65% owned. Damn it. Yeah. So
1: I, really, I kind of like that the, the, the Pittsburgh matchup for him. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, believe it or not, they're the 20, 24th in the league against left-handed pitchers when it comes to OPS. Starling Marte is the only one that can do
0: it, apparently. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah. Other guys interest me. We've got the ultimate head scratcher of a matchup in Tanner Rorick versus Alex Colome.
0: Yes, throw your hands in the air, and not in a celebration, just more of a shrug. Yeah, I don't know. Yes,
1: this is not the happy throw your hands in the air. Get Sushiwada at home against
0: Cleveland. He slowed down. He's cooled off. Yeah, but he's had brutal, brutal matchups all season. So he still has my attention, but not sure he has my trust yet.
1: I I think I've kind of. Uh, I would love to roll with him, but, but Cleveland
0: does okay against left-handed pitching. They have Mike Avilas. Yeah. What about uh, Brett Anderson facing off against Chi-Chi Gonzalez? That doesn't interest me in the least.
1: I think he's going to get pounded. Both of them? Uh, I, I hate to say it, I think I might like Gonzalez. No, I can't say that. You're not crazy about either of them. No. They I They also you, both have my attention, but I, yeah, not a good matchup. They're, they're your guys, not mine. Not a good matchup. I'm going way off the radar with okay. this one, and you can feel free to bash me all you want, but I'm kind of interested in Scott Copeland in New York. Okay. I guess. What do you like about Scott Copeland? Okay. First off, the Mets are not great against right handed pitching. It's a team that's
0: 666 OPS versus righties this year. Yep.
1: You back- so got to for,
0: look out for Lucas Duda and Curtis Granderson. That's about it. Yeah, that's about it.
1: You know, we, we, we saw Copeland in his last start. He know, seven innings, 100 run, four strikeouts, zero walks.
0: Kinda like that. It was a good um, start. So I don't know if I like his pedigree. It was a good start for sure. Lot of ground balls. Yeah, I mean anybody can beat the Mets. He's he's opposite Harvey, which is not helpful. Yes, it is. Harvey's been terrible. Yeah, and the Blue Jays said everything. So yeah. yeah. So that, that I'm I'm gonna roll with Scott Copeland in New York against against the Mets. That is way off the radar. That's okay. Um, the other names I thought you might have liked. J. A. Happ goes to San Francisco. Which is an okay place to pitch. No, not
1: against, no. Giants against the lefty. No, 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 thank you. You don't like them?
0: No, not against the lefty. Yeah, okay. You're you're pro Giants, what, Buster Posey? There are lots of guys from the Giants that mash lefties. Okay. I'm not as worried about it. It's in San Francisco. It makes it a little nicer. And then um, I'm going with, I keep going back to him, and he keeps doing pretty, pretty okay. Charlie Morton gets the White Sox. God. And they're worse against lefties. But he's better against righties, and they're full of righties. Oh, no! I mean, who's going to hit him? Who's going to hit... Who's the left-handed bat on the White Sox that he has to look out for? Isn't isn't Melky left-handed? Melky's a switch hitter, and Adam Eaton's left-handed, so I don't care. No, I'm taking Charlie Morton. He can shut down righties. Uh, He has to worry about... I mean, LaRoche. He has to worry about LaRoche, I guess, which is whatever. I think Charlie Morton's competent. And he's at home in Pittsburgh, and those Pittsburgh pitchers like to pitch in Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm sick of what him. What's that? It. What's that? It was Pittsburgh pitchers like to, like pitch, to pitch in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. There we go. It's almost like a tongue twister. Yeah, unintentional. Kind of ran myself into that one, but I made my way out of it. Um, and I stand by it. So, I like that. Um, so, I'm going with Charlie Martin. He's been okay for me so far, as long as there aren't any tough lefty lineups. And then Wednesday, I'm going to mention Jeff Locke against the White Sox, because they hate lefties, but yeah, <laughs> no way, right? I, w- worth mentioning. Worth attention. He could do well, but he's had a tough year. He's had a tough year.
1: He has, but this could, that could be the start of the, the yep. turnaround.
0: Yep. Uh, Jaime Garcia against the Twins. I think Jaime Garcia is very capable of handling the Twins. He's been good so far. But they have a handful of guys that hit lefties, which I mention every episode. Um... So not the best matchup, but a decent matchup. He Jaime Garcia has my attention. Jesse Chavez gets the Padres, which would be a pretty good pick if I didn't have to contractually go with Chase Anderson against the Angels. Chase I'm Anderson's
1: happy, I'm happy somebody picked Chase Anderson.
0: He's sixteen percent owned. Is it going down? I think it has. That's he, ridiculous. He went six no hit innings last time and his ownership's gone down. Like what the Angels struggle with varieties. Chase Anderson gets to go to Anaheim, which is actually good. Mm. What's I don't... Again, the hate must be because he's not striking out as many guys as people would like. I don't care. He's he's still... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have Chase Anderson also? You have to, right? I don't. Just because you don't want to pick the one I picked? Or do you actually like a different one?
1: No, no, no. We actually... Well, first off, we have to mention Joe Blanton getting the start. At home against Milwaukee.
0: Um, is he still doing that? They're shuffling things around because of I, the Sunday day off.
1: I've got Joe Blanton pencil,
0: you know, on, on, on my on my schedule. So we have to mention it and hope that it happens. It might get shaken up, but yes. So I think I think we have to mention that just be, because yes. contractually no, obligated. No,
1: no, I I I am I am mad that he's no longer the mighty righty. That he's he shed the weight and.
0: Uh, he's doing well. Of,
1: he's doing fine in that bullpen.
0: Um, yeah. yeah.
1: 15 innings, 13 strikeouts. It's doing for, fine. For the, for the not, not so
0: mighty righty. Yeah. So, who the heck could you have on Wednesday that you like more than Chase Anderson? Other names, I, I think we have to mention Drew Hutchison, although I, I'm pretty sure he's back over 50%. At least I hope he would be. I can check that instantly also. He's at 47%. In that case, I'm going with Drew Hutchison. <laughs> taking Drew Hutchison right on the bubble. Okay. Drew Hutcherson gets the Mets in the Dome. Yep. It's yep. in the Dome, at least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is that good or bad for Hutch?
0: Isn't that bad for Hutch? <sighs> I don't know. He's at home. I would have to look that, too. You will know, me through the Magical podcasting find you as... That, um, I can I can probably do that quicker than you can. Actually,
1: be, he's been pounded on the road this year and been awesome in the Dome. So. It's weird. I mean, home road you splits think, are such a weird thing. Yeah, they really are. and You'd think it would be the opposite, but he's been, like, obviously, like... 37-7, strikeouts at the walk, only two home runs in, in almost 40
0: innings. Some guys like home cooking and yes. do a lot of research and to figure out what's going on with that. But, yeah.
1: I, again, I, I would love to pick Chase Anderson. You know, He's up. also,
0: this year, been blown up by righties and dominated lefties. So, do with that what you will. Reverse splits. Is this Drew Hutcherson? Yeah, double reverse splits. Doing better, yeah, awesome at home in the Dome. And getting pounded by righties. So, interesting pitcher, but overall talented. So, he gets a... Uh, oh, yeah, he's
1: my pick on Wednesday.
0: All right. That's that's very fair. I want Chase I, Anderson. I so want to go so with him. So, when is our Dallas Keuchel sponsorship up? Did soon. we lose it yet? I soon? Think I think it, it, if it's not, not... If it hasn't happened already, it's going to happen very soon. And how much does Chase Anderson cost? we got to look into this. I would have to... This I, I would have to look up. Yeah. You might have to go
1: in on that. I might have to, yeah. Yeah, I think this year it's your turn. That's fair. Just because I paid for last year. Yes. How much is it? Chase Anderson. Right now, $25 to sponsor Chase Anderson.
0: (laughs) Okay. I will go buy Chase Anderson (laughs) Anderson, uh, on Baseball Do I need, like, an account or anything? Yeah, I think you have, you have to, it's pretty easy to set one up. I'll set up. I'll do that. I'll do it before this goes live so none of our sneaky listeners steal it from us. But if all goes according to plan, we will be the new sponsors of Chase Anderson for $25. Yeah, if, if
1: the Jeff Locke one is still up or, I, it's probably down. I don't know if you want Jeff Locke anymore. Yeah, I do. Oh... Um... Yeah, no, I think it is over. You can sponsor him. Jeff Locke is $35. No,
0: we're... Feel the Streams podcast is soon to be Uh, the proud sponsors of Chase Anderson. But he, Jeff Locke, is a former all-star. Chase Anderson's trying to be. He almost said... I I messaged you the other day because he was that far into a no-hitter, and I was like, dude, if he blows up this no-hitter and we don't have him owned, like, we're blowing it. So we're going to make sure to get him sponsored in time before his... Before his first no-hitter. Before he does it. So... All right. Um, with that, I think that'll do it for us for Monday, Matt. You got anything else before we get out of here? There was something I want to mention. Mark. I I can't think of it. We got sidetracked talking about
1: the sponsorship thing.
0: Yeah, it's important. News. I can't remember what it
1: was, so it must not be that. It's it, obviously not that important.
0: Okay. Well, uh, yeah, go pick up Francisco Lindor and Byron Buxton, and uh, I. That's some. That's our hard hitting regular mm-hmm. fantasy analysis that we need to contribute here at the end. You should pick up Byron Bucks You should pick up Byron Buckson and Francisco Lindor. Save your money. Don't bother. Don't bother grabbing them? No. No. Well, again, I'm glad we could get in a little bit. Not just CFS here at Field of Streams. Um, all right. Well, I'm Dylan Higgins on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Matt is on Twitter at mattdfp 901 We love to hear from you, whether it's about the podcast or about just regular fantasy or air conditioner repair. Want to hear what you guys have to say. So, uh, <laughs> Make sure to holler at us, and we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast.
1: For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.